Hey, babe, you're going to be a dad. And you're going to be a mom. <laughs> what? Hi, guys. I'm Angela Lanter. <laughs> and I'm Matt Lanter. So my husband, Matt, you might recognize him from your TV screen. He's an actor. Yeah, and my smoking hot wife sitting next to me, you might recognize her off your computer screen. She's a blogger. Come along and experience this journey with us as we prepare to have our first kid. Yeah, to the dudes out there, this is scary stuff. Unprecedented territory. I need your support. And the moms. I mean, there's so much going on with our bodies and we're experiencing so many crazy things. So I'm going to tell you like it is. That's true. Well, we originally didn't even intend to release this podcast. We just wanted to look back at it and have it as sort of like an audio yearbook. But the more we thought about it, we thought, why not share this with the world? Hopefully y'all can learn with us. Laugh with us. Or maybe reminisce about your own pregnancy. Either way, sit back, relax, and join us on Hello Bump. Okay, wow, we are officially rolling on Hello Bump episode number... Deuce, deuce. That's 22 in awesome language. Really? Because it just sounded like deuce deuce to me. <laughs> like poop poop. Yeah, poop poop. Uh-huh. What was that video that we watched? Uh, oh, it was like Awesomeness TV where that uh, they were talking about potty training kids. I'm an a-hole parent. I'm an a-hole parent. Oh, my gosh. You guys, this is a funny series you got to check out. It's on Awestruck. Oh, Awestruck? Okay, yeah. on YouTube. Go to Awestruck. Check it out. It's about potty training kids, and it is so funny. And there's something reminding me. They they cut to this one woman going, boop, boop, boop. Yeah, <laughs> like they like having a repeat. <laughs> Anyway, okay, hey guys, welcome to the Hello Bump Podcast. It is episode number 22. We're going to be covering week 28 of Angela Nicole Lanter's pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Say hello, Angela. Hello. Did you expect me to go hello, Angela, again? No, I did not. <laughs> so that's uh, my wife, and she's pregnant with uh-huh. a baby which presumably is mine. Who else's would it be? I don't know. I'm with you 24-7. Well, you know, you know you're know, you sneaky. Mm. <laughs> so uh, we're, have, we're having a baby, guys, and our babies do, uh, well, you do the math. It's week 28. What are pregnancies? <laughs> well, what, 39 weeks? Uh-huh. So we got about... 40 weeks, babe. Okay, well. Um, so here we are. This is our podcast, and we're talking all about... Babies. Here we go. Guess what? What? It's officially the third trimester. How do you feel about that? Not good. Why? Because everybody says that second trimester is the best trimester. I don't want to leave that behind. What, now it's just downhill from here? Yeah, that's what everybody tells me. Yeah, I'm sort of reading this stuff a little bit on these apps that we do. One of them is the Bump app, and I kind of do this every week. So let me just go into uh, what the Bump app is saying, and uh, you know, let's confirm or deny uh, what you're uh, what you're talking about. Third trimester, week twenty-eight. Week twenty-eight, our baby is as big as an eggplant at fourteen point eight inches, two point two pounds. Well, that's not accurate. Not accurate. We think ours is a little ahead of that. We know that, actually, because of the ultrasound. True. We'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, the baby's starting to develop more fat, so the once wrinkly skin will get smoother. Wouldn't that be nice if that's how, like, it worked all your life? That would be really nice. Like, as an old person, if you, you know, because typically you put on weight when you get older. I mean, at least give us one, right? If you get heavier, at least let it, like iron out some of the wrinkles but instead you get fatter and wrinklier that's just not fair not everybody gains weight when they get older I, a lot I, of people slim down i just think in general i don't know about i mean that. haven't you noticed like you're young you're in high school and then you see everyone 15 years later and everybody's put on a little weight mm. it's just a it's it's what happens it's human i mean other than being pregnant i'm the same size for the most part okay well you know i guess you're a star <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, Anyway, uh, third trimester, moms-to-be who are at 28 weeks and beyond are known for their lack of sleep. So you're right. Mm. Things seem to get a little 
harder. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. They seem to get crappier. I don't want that though. See, that's what I mean. I don't want to leave behind the second trimester. I felt you've like a, I felt really good. You've other a, than my leg cramps and my inner thigh pain. Yeah, you've had a pretty good second trimester. I mean, really easy. Pretty much uneventful. Yeah, I want that. I don't want to leave that behind. Yeah. As of right now, I get good sleep except for when you wake me up. What are you talking about? Um, when you poke me in the middle of the night because you're dreaming. You don't remember that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I don't, so we woke up in the middle of the night and evidently I was poking Angela. Yes. Where was I poking you? In the head or the arm or what? I don't even know. All over the place. You were just like, I think it was mostly my stomach. You were just poking. I was poking. poking your stomach? Yeah. You were just like with your finger just poking me. <laughs> Was like, it, why were you doing that? Was I saying something? No, that's what I woke up to was your finger poking me. That's a little creepy, In my actually. torso. It's one thing for me to like be going, like dreaming or having a nightmare. Okay, so what he's making there is the sound of him screaming in his sleep with his mouth closed, which happens at least once a month. I don't know. And that's always so startling to me. I don't know why, guys. I don't know why I seem to be having nightmares i i rarely even remember what the nightmares about but i do remember waking up in the middle of the night and yeah i'm screaming but i can't you know since i'm sleeping or dreaming i'm like i don't open my mouth you know how that works you like physically are not doing anything but you think you are so i'm i'm doing this and imagine me next to him in a dead sleep hearing that waking up every time it happens i'm startled because i'm like is somebody in the house what is going on? What's Because you're supposed to be the protector. And instead, you're the one who freaks me out. Like, it, it's going to be a cry wolf syndrome thing where <sighs> next time you're going to hear it and you're not even going to wake up and there's going to be someone like standing there with their hand over my mouth. Oh my gosh. Why would you say that to me? Now I'm not <laughs> going to sleep tonight. Oh, that is please. like my worst nightmare. Angela, no one is going to come in and do that. <sighs> and let me just tell you something. I'm not going to tell you where or how. But if you're listening and you want to do that, you have severe consequences to pay. I'll tell you that much. Such as a house alarm? That's ridiculous. That was ridiculous. That's good tea. Uh, a house alarm, among other violent things. Oh, okay. Thank you very much. Like our big, massive multi-poo? Who sleeps in a crate? I don't know. Uh, how about the firearm? <laughs> <laughs> That might stop him. Uh, okay, hey, listen. Um, wanna, all right, so you, you want to start at the beginning? Because we, where we left off was last week we just got home from well, Atlanta. Well, wait, wait. I just wanted to finish out here what this bump app is telling you what the next trimester of your pregnancy is going to be real quick. Okay. Okay. It's saying, you know, we talked about the lack of sleep thing, um, and it's telling you how to kind of combat that. It's saying, don't get up and run the vacuum. It's saying, listen to some jazz music. Drink some tea and relax. My problem with that, though, is if I can't sleep and I get up to go do something to make myself sleep, then I wake you up. Like every time I get up in the middle of the night to pee, I wake you up every time I disturb you. Well, it is what it is, babe. I mean, you know. I know, but you're going back to work soon. Yeah. Uh, So it also says that the third trimester also means much of your baby's anatomy are ready to go. Meaning, this says that if the baby was born today, it could probably breathe on its own. That's so cool. That is crazy. Yeah. Isn't that crazy though? It's only two thirds of the way through and it's already like... It is crazy. It is. It's. It could definitely... What is the percent? Like, didn't we see somewhere that said like 90% chance of survival? Or was that the was that a week ago or two weeks ago? I can't remember. I don't remember, honestly. I don't either. But I try not to get caught up on this stuff because if I if I dwell on it too much, it it, it gives me like all kinds of bad thoughts, and I just I try not to go there because I don't want to think about her coming too soon. Yeah, I know. But but no, I this, want her to be fully done. But this is a positive thing. I mean, if she is born, everything points to she's good to go. I know, I know, but it still gives you room for anxiety. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it also says you're going to start feeling more Braxton Hicks, which for those of you guys who don't know, Braxton Hicks are when your stomach contracts. But we've talked about it before. We have questions Probably. about this. Okay. 
because we never know like my stomach's hard is that a braxton hicks or is that the baby shifting her weight p.s is this named after a doctor who came up with this yeah it is okay uh baby's gonna keep getting bigger and smarter uh a few more finishing touches it says here's here's the your body at 28 weeks shortness of breath check (laughs) aches and pains check check braxton hicks check and leaky boobs leaky boobs um didn't i didn't we already talk about this that i I had a little bit of discharge out of one of my breasts like weeks ago i don't remember i think we did that is that is the much more pc and medical way to say it discharge out of my breast because it's not it's not milk it's colostrum so like no, I'm just saying, as opposed to leaky boob. Well, leaky boob syndrome, whatever. What is leaky boob syndrome? I don't know. I just made that up. That sounds legit. Maybe it is. You should probably Google it. LBS. I'm suffering from LBS. I can't come into work. I first noticed my leakage I, at least a couple weeks ago. I bet ago. there's a lot of LBS at the gym. Oh, gosh. Anyways, moving on. I think okay. we talked about it on here. If we didn't, then I... Then um, I apologize, but one night we were sitting there watching TV and I noticed a little bit of dampness, if you will, around one of the areola and I called it to Matt's attention and sure enough, there was some leakage. My problem is, is that I feel like quite often I, I will be like sitting there or doing something or whatever and I'll notice like coolness right around my nipples and I never know if it's leakage or if it's in my head. Or what it is. But other than that one time a couple of weeks ago, I haven't really seen much evidence of leakage. And that's all that is is colostrum, which is not milk yet. Colostrum is what comes out initially for the first, what, couple hours after the baby's born or a couple days? I think it's the first like 48 to 72 hours, but I could be wrong about and that. And I think it's like a yellow substance. Yellowish. And it, I believe it's thicker than yeah. breast milk. Yeah. And it's supposedly... I mean, breast milk already is packed with nutrients, but I think this is like... The colostrum is like... Super packed. From what I've been told, nurses beg mothers to nurse the first 24 hours with the colostrum, even if they're not going to... to? Yeah, even if they're going to bottle feed, just because there's there's nutrients in the colostrum that the baby just needs, because supposedly that's what like gets the baby's bowels moving for the first time. Uh Uh-huh. All kinds of stuff. So, wait, there there are moms that can nurse... And just choose not to, just simply because they don't they don't want to, even though yeah. they, they can produce milk, they just don't want to. Oh yeah, absolutely. Gotcha. Okay. There's I didn't realize that. Yeah, there's just women who prefer to bottle feed. That's just a preference for them. I see. I for me, I mean, I don't see personally why you would want to choose to bottle feed if you can breastfeed. Um, I mean, A for monetary reasons alone. I mean, think about right. all the money you save. Yeah. But it's it, I, I have friends who have chosen to breastfeed, or I'm sorry, nurse. Oh my gosh, I can't even get it out. Bottle feed over nurse, just hmm. because that's what they want to do. And, you know, teach their own. Okay, all right. Who am I to judge? Sure. No, I'm not uh, not judging. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that's what's going on. Yes. That's where the app tells us. Let's chat a little bit about our week, because... Mm-hmm. It's been eventful. It has been eventful. Yeah. And a little bit of a scare. Okay, so we've had a fairly, like we said, uneventful second trimester. Yeah. And now we find ourselves going to the doctor's office for an emergency ultrasound. Yes. Well, okay, so where we left off here last week is we had just gotten back from Atlanta. And I didn't even touch on this because this technically falls under week 28. But the day that we were flying back, I noticed... A little more discharge than normal. Okay. And we're we're not talking breasts now. We're talking vaginally, right. by the way. Right, right. It was not your normal discharge. It was a it was a more fluid discharge, like more liquidy, like more like water. And it started to scare me because I'm like, this is not what I've been experiencing the last you know 28 weeks. So is this amniotic fluid? I don't know. So I got up on that Friday morning and I called the doctor and I said, hey, this is what's going on. Noticing some more discharge. It's a little bit more, it's thinner. It's more of a liquid, more of a water. And she just said, you know what? I don't even want to mess around with this. I just want you to come in right now. So you and I got dressed and immediately drove to the doctor's office and had an emergency ultrasound. And 
Now, when you when you talk to her, did she seem to think it's a big deal? She said, I don't think there's anything for you to be concerned about because you're not having any contractions. You're not having any any other symptoms, really. And I just, I, but I want to be sure. I want to see you and I want to be sure. So okay. that's, that's, she moved us up in the schedule and we got in immediately. We went in for the ultrasound and um, got to see the baby. Did a little 4D action on her face. Mm-hmm. Finally got to see the face. But still covered a bit. Still, it's a partial view because her umbilical cord is always near her face. Yeah. Which, like, does that, do you think that means it's around her neck? I don't know. That always scares me because my sister had that. I feel like I've known a few people that I've heard that same story. So I always think about that. But I, I remember I said that. I asked her and she laughed at me. Did, who, the ultrasound tech or the, the doctor? The ultrasound tech. Maybe we should ask the doctor the next time we're in there. Yeah, we could. But anyways, so we got to see a little bit of the face, but the from like her nose down to her chin was completely blocked by her umbilical cord. So it still wasn't a great shot at all. But overall, my amniotic fluid, because apparently, didn't she explain it that there's four different sacs? Um, I don't know if it's four different sacs. Or four different quadrants or something? Yeah, the, yeah they divide it. Where they measure it? Yeah, they divide it into like four different quadrants. And she measured them, yeah. and they came out a normal amount. Actually, more than normal. I had more yeah. fluid than normal. So there was no reason to believe that I had been leaking any fluid. Well, but they, but they did mark, they marked them down so that we could go in again the next week. Because we were already scheduled for our 29-week appointment to do the glucose test, which would be the a week from, okay, so we went in Friday, so then Thursday we're supposed to go in for the 29-week. So the way that our weeks work is that we're Thursday to Thursday. That's how our weeks work. So at that Friday, we were 28 28 weeks in one day when we went in for this appointment. Okay. So we were supposed to go in on exactly 29-0. So that's just so that you understand. Because I know you, with the numbers and the days and all that, it kind of all runs together for you. So everything looked good. Doctor felt like it was just everything looked normal. And she sent us home and on our merry way. And that was kind of it. It was very, it was very um, non-climactic. Yeah. Ended up, ended up being fine. Yeah, totally. Until, totally fine. Until further notice, things are fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then Saturday, I got up and I went to my first baby event, really, ever. I went to Plum Organics. What is that? Plum Organics is a baby food brand. Made from plums. <laughs> no. Really? Mm-mm. I mean, maybe they have some plum stuff, but they're not, it's not like, um, like you're, your quintessential jarred baby food like you're like you're probably thinking it's the squeezy pouches and like little like little snackies yeah who doesn't love a good squeezy pouch well i have some for you downstairs for you to test so sweet you probably will actually love it i'm gonna eat that sucker i know you will because it doesn't it's gonna go bad before she gets to the point of being able to eat it so you might as well eat it and there's little snackies too down there by the way like little um fruit snacks that they're for babies but um went to that on saturday um had my world rocked a little bit because I'm so used to going to all of these events, influencer events, red carpet events, everything like that. But I've never really been to one other than that one red carpet safety one where it was just a bunch of parents and kids. Right, yeah. Totally different than anything I've ever been to. Because I went to we went to Everly. This is a restaurant in West Hollywood on Sunset, right? It's on Sunset. Mm-hmm. And it's like we love that restaurant. But I walk in and it's just kids everywhere. There are kids on the floor. Like you have to watch where you're walking. And it was just like... This is about to be our world. It felt like a daycare. Yeah, but it it, it was it was just eye opening because I'm like, this is about to be. Oh God! Don't scare me like that. <laughs> our life. Don't scare me like that. It's true. It's true. Oh, okay. So, so you <laughs> went to that, and then Sunday. Mm-hmm. Sunday, we went to Stevie and Suzanne's baby shower, mm-hmm. which they were a guest on here. They were, yeah. You guys know them. Yeah. And uh, this was a like a co-ed. It was a couple showers. The first couple shower I've really been to that I can think of. Megan had a baby barbecue back years ago, but this was like truly a shower. This was, the Stevie and Cezanne's was truly like a, a couple's baby shower. Dude, they went all out. <sighs> they did. I mean, there was. It was beautiful. Homemade ice cream and roses in blocks of ice and chiseled and <laughs> a life-size cut out of their dog 
Yeah, yeah. It's really the, cute. The dog's they name did is, a great job. The dog's name is Sweetie, and they had like a sweetie table uh-huh. with sweet treats on it's it, so cute. cookies and whatnot. They had uh, people decorating onesies for their baby. Like you could, you know, like use puffy paints or whatever to do your own design, your own. Yeah. Did you guys do that in in like elementary school? I'm sure, like the t-shirts and stuff. Yeah. W- do you remember the letters of the alphabet? There were like characters. And the, did you guys have that? No, I have no idea. Like, what so you're I made a right T-shirt now. that was Mr. M, you know, obviously for Matt, and like it had like a hat, and he had eyes on him. His name was Mr. M, and I'm pretty sure there was a cartoon about the letters of the alphabet. I have no. I want to say this was like maybe kindergarten or first grade. Mm-mm. See, here's the here's the cool thing that I'm actually excited for. All this stuff that I remember. And I hope I'm not disappointed. I hope like, which I think I will be because curriculum has probably totally changed. I mean, they don't even teach cursive anymore. You realize that. That's why. Why? I don't know. They just don't. And then they've completely changed the way that they do math. Personally, I'm not a huge fan of cursive. I love cursive. That's all I write. I can never read people's cursive. You read mine fine. But most people take liberty when it comes to cursive and they just go for it. And I usually can't read it. I'm I'm a terrible printer. I'm not, I don't I'm not claiming great penmanship. You have terrible penmanship. Okay. Well, let's relax on you that. You have the the quintessential man hand when it comes to handwriting. Well, it's not it's not beautiful, but it's I just totally... feel like every guy your age has the same handwriting. It all looks the same to me. But is it legible? Hardly. Oh, please. Hardly. Yeah, right, dude. There's, you write notes and leave them around the house all the time, and I have to ask you what they say. Oh, please. It's not please. good. Please. Okay, so we went to the baby shower. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. They yeah, it really out. was. It was beautiful. It, it, it was like, like an event. It was. It like set my... I say that as if people outside of like LA understand what that means, event. You know what I mean? Like when I before I moved out to California, I never heard the term event and realized that it was like a. Oh, it's just another term for a, a party. But typically, it's that means it's like professionally done, cater decor, like whatever. very put on. Yeah, very put on. Like a lot um, of work went behind it. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was it was a beautiful baby shower for them. For real. Oh man, Tuesday. Wait, what? after the baby shower, where do we go? But wait, there's more. Oh jeez. Oh, we went to Restoration Hardware to the to the baby section. And we went to Pottery Barn Kids. We went to both because we wanted to compare cribs. Yeah, Angela, there's like one Pottery Barn Kids in... And no Restoration, you mean? Oh, okay. In Santa Monica. In Santa Monica. And then there's a... Wait, where... Which is the, a shame because in Atlanta, remember, the whole floor was... Yeah. That was the best Restoration. So we We're drove, big Restoration fans, we by are. the way. We drove all over freaking L.A., and that's like a nightmare for so anyone. dramatic honestly you were so dramatic on sunday and now you're being so dramatic again about it you like you got so sassy with me because you had to drive from the palisades to santa monica santa monica to the grove the grove back home and it's like it really was not even that bad at all but you were just like crying me a river over it first of all it really was oh my gosh that bad you're in the car with your loving wife, listening to podcasts. Like, it's totally chill. But I'm stuck in L.A. traffic. Oh, my gosh. You've been out of it for two weeks. Okay. So, <laughs> who likes driving around in traffic on a day off? I mean, like, who else am I going to do these things with? I'm not saying you're going to do them with someone else. I'm just saying. No, you're, you'll do them with me, but only if you can complain to your heart's content and also i think football was on oh my gosh you got to stay home and watch college football all day on saturday while i was gone (laughs) i'm joking that's a bit of a joke not really it's a small amount of truth and the weekend before we went to the falcons game in person mostly a joke a little bit of truth no look i i I like doing this stuff i like I like doing it. I just don't you like driving around. You have a very weird the, way of showing it. I just don't like driving around the traffic to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we checked out some of the furniture. We got some ideas for some stuff. Angela's constantly changing her mind. <sighs> this is the one thing about Angela. It's so irritating. She's very good at a lot of things, mm-hmm. but she's I really... I just agreed with you. Like, I'm like, yeah, I know I am. But she's really <laughs> bad about 
Making decisions. Making decisions, particularly when it comes to home stuff, like home Home decor decor Mm -hmm. and major... That's because I'm not good at home decor. And major decisions with the house. I am not good at home decor, period. So obviously, the nursery has been like a huge area of stress for Angela. Yeah, yeah, it has. And so that's what we were doing, like looking at nursery furniture, looking at nursery. We wanted to compare because the prices at Restoration versus Pottery Barn are kind of close. A little bit. We wanted to check the quality of the furniture, the quality of the cribs, just all this kind of different stuff. And yeah. like the look and the feel and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that I would say, as much as I complained about it, I would say mission success. We got to get a good grip on like what Pottery Barn has, what Restoration has. We've looked at other places. We've seen cribs and stuff at Toys R Us and or Babies R Us, I should say, Target. Yep. We've looked at places like that. Mm -hmm. We don't really want to order something online like sight unseen because you just never know. I just don't want a plastic crib. That's my bottom line. I don't want my kids sleeping in plastic. Why? I just don't. Like I feel like everything in in this world is like so chemically and plastic and there's just I just would like a traditional chemically painted wood. I guess so. When you put it like that, I guess so. In my mind I thought I was doing something better for her by putting her in a wood crib versus plastic. Well, it certainly Because I wanted to do like an organic baby mattress and you know, all that. Well really? Yeah. I mean, because we're not like like the crazy or I mean, if we can, it's great to have organic stuff. And I mean, there's but not, we're not like crazy about that. No, stuff. but there, the, the price difference on a regular baby crib mattress and the organic crib mattress is like so minute that why wouldn't I try to make a better choice? What is an organic baby mattress? It's like just duck feathers as opposed to <laughs> what? I mean, what is it? I, I haven't done my research entirely, but I just have seen that it's talked about a lot on baby blogs and it just made me feel like, okay, like it's basically the same price. So why wouldn't we go so that direction? Basically, you're like one of those typical American consumers that if it says organic in the title, you want it and you'll pay more for it. Um, yes. Okay, cool. Yes. Good, good, good. So there was, there's, they, we went to restoration with the intention of looking at two cribs in particular and we went to Pottery Barn to look at their cribs because they're, what would you say, like two to $300 less than Restoration? Yeah, I okay. guess so. So saw the two cribs that we wanted to see, saw the colors that we wanted to see at Restoration. We left not at all on the same design path as we went there on. Don't you agree with that? What do you mean by that? Because we went there to see the, was it the uh, Bellina? Went there to see the Bellina crib. I don't remember the model names. It was the Bellina. And it was the one that could transition from a crib to a toddler bed to a full-size bed. Yeah, I wanted that because... You wanted it, but in person we were... effective. Right, but in person we were like not blown away by it. True, true, true. It was just like, it was just like, okay. It did not look like it should cost as much as it did. That part is true. Yeah, I want. I, I really was focused on that one because it goes from crib to toddler bed to full size bed. A headboard. The headboard yeah. that she could potentially use until. I mean, you know, forever, yeah. really. Yeah, but knowing me, I wouldn't have kept it anyways that long. So Probably not. You would have made me spend more money on something else. Well, you're gonna have to anyways because we decided against it. Both of us, not neither one of us saw it, and we're like, "Yep, this is it." We right. actually really like the upholstered looking beds better. Better. We did. Um, and then we looked at, was it the St. James? I know that's the name of the nightstands that we have in our room, but I feel like the St. James was also the nursery. They're all running together now because we looked at so many of them, but we ended up leaving on a completely different path, liking the upholstered looking cribs better, went to Pottery Barn and was like... Totally underwhelmed. Yeah. Their cribs felt like plastic. Yeah, they felt they felt, they very, felt like very, very cheap actually. Compa- in comparison, if we hadn't seen the restoration oh, cribs, I feel great. like they would have been great. But because yeah, we saw the restoration cribs, we're like, yeah, no, no knocking on Pottery Barn or anyone who might have a Pottery Barn crib. But but yeah, just when you compare the two for not that much of a price difference. Yeah, like I think that one of them, the price difference was maybe a hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean, I, and yeah. when you're getting that expensive with cribs, like. I'd rather spend the hundred bucks. It looks nicer. It feels nicer. It feels more quality. It's, it's felt a better, more it's substantial. A better, it's a better build. So uh, I don't know. I think we, we should... left back at square one. Well, kind of, but we, I feel like not totally square one. We've kind of like uh, 
ixnade some of the options. I feel like we're narrowing things down, so I feel good. I hope so. But Angela, back to like the, the nursery design, she's just freaking out about the design and what she wants. So we met with a nursery designer mm-hmm. on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll, we'll let you guys know how this whole thing ends up, but really liked her. Uh, she's actually designed tons of different celebrities nurseries she focuses on the bedding is what she focuses on but she's gonna help us kind of like do more than just that because i can't make a decision to save my life yeah it's bad yeah yeah uh yeah yeah (laughs) so we'll keep you updated with that later this this that same week or later this week or however last week whatever you want to say we um went into macy's and thought we found a rug too Remember the white puffy rug? Yeah. But I still, like, I'm just not ready to pull that trigger. Super expensive. $700. For 8 by 10 rug. And it's super, super, like, fluffy and white. And it's bright white. I can just hear everyone out there going, like, no, white rug, no, in a kid's room. Yeah. Which is kind of true. It is very but true. But it was kind of cool. It was like walking on a cloud, legit. It was. Like the thing I had just... been four or five inches tall, like a super soft. <laughs> it was material. so plush. I think mostly rather than even having the kid work, I, I just want to walk on it. Maybe we should just go back and get that in a six by nine for the guest bedroom and just be done with it. Wait, not the nursery. I mean, we don't have to get it in white. We could get it in a different color for the nursery. No, for the guest, the new guest room. No, 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 no. no. Well, you're going to spend a lot of time in that guest room. No, no, no. We're thinking about putting a a day bed with a trundle. You can't pull a trundle out over a four-inch high rug. You can pull it out more. No, no, no. You need a rug that's like a lower... Profile. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Okay, so we met with her. Yeah. That was Tuesday. Now, let's move on to the big appointment. So this technically would have been 29 and zero. Done. 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 This technically the glucose test, the yeah, tests yeah, of yeah. all tests, the mother of all drinks, you... the glucose test. Are you done? You keep interrupting me because it's just like <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> it's a little much. I feel like I'm the only one having fun on this podcast. For the last 22 episodes, I feel like I'm the only one having fun. Are you like smoking crack right now? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. How's that going for you? It's wacky, man. (laughs) I'm the only one having fun. That's not true. I have fun every week with you on here. Please stop hitting the microphone. I really didn't hit the microphone. So the glucose, this test. Yeah. In a nutshell, here's what it is. Well, first of all, can we just say how much I've been dreading it? Like, I've been giving myself straight-up anxiety over it. First of all, <laughs> here's what it is. <laughs> you going to let me talk? No. The glucose test. Everybody seems to talk about this thing because it's a big deal for a lot of people. It happens around this time, 28 weeks, whatever. I think it's flexible by a little bit. Yeah. They okay. give you, like, a four-week window or something. Okay. It's a test that they measure how your body deals with glucose, like sugar levels. So they give you this drink and it's this, the dreaded glucose drink. People talk about this on message boards, how nasty it is, how disgusting it is, how they're dreading it, how they, it's also a big deal because you have to drink it and then you have to wait an hour, possibly. You have to drink it within five minutes, right? Within five minutes. Then you have to wait at the doctor's office, you sit there and twiddle your thumbs. If you fail the glucose test, then you have to come back for an additional like four hour longer glucose glucose test. Uh, Also, you have to fast like 12 hours, I think, prior to this test. So it's just, it's sort of a big deal. It sort of like gets in the way of things. Angela's main fear was drinking this thing and just vomiting. Mm -hmm. I mean, they all know how I feel about vomiting at this point. We've talked about it. Yeah. So you were not looking forward to this thing. Matter of fact, we got the drink, the physical drink. They gave it to us uh, to drink driving on the way there. They gave it to us a few weeks ago. It's literally, I've cracked jokes about it to Angela. It's been in our refrigerator, staring her in the face every time she opens the fridge. It's true. And I don't know if they have different flavors, but the one they gave you was orange. Mm-hmm. And I've only ever heard of orange, I think. Really? Yeah. 
I wonder why they don't make other flavors. I don't know. I mean, you would think they could make. Why like, can't they just make raspberry? a Coca Cola and just be done with it? Just like yeah, just like, like a, a flat Coke syrup or something. So everybody compares this glucose to a just a really really sugary, flat, thick drink. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know we're we're driving there. I'm kind of trying to amp Angela up. We're trying to be very very specific about the timing. You have to watch this thing because you have to draw your blood at like exactly one hour. After you finish the test. Mm -hmm. So like when you take your last sip one hour from that moment, you know, within a minute or two minutes or whatever it is, you have to take your blood because that's how they know how good your body processes in one hour. That's like, that's the, what's the scientific term for uh, that? Like those are the parameters. Yeah. So what is it called when you do an experiment and you have like one thing that's always like a constant, there's a name for that. I know what you're trying it's, to say, and I, I cannot it's think of variables it. It's variables, and variables can change. Median keeps sticking in my head, but that's not no, it. No, no, that's a math thing. Yeah. Okay, you get what I'm saying. So we're trying to time the thing out. Like, we're driving through the, uh, the hills, getting to the doctor's office. But we hit traffic. And we hit traffic. And as soon as we hit traffic, we were like, wait, 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 don't drink it. Because I think she had it like in hand about to drink it. Yep. And we hit traffic and we were like, wait, because now we didn't know how long we were going to be in traffic. What if we were in traffic for an additional 20 to 30 minutes and we were going to miss the test? Because we had to ultrasound first. Right. That's right. That was the other caveat. How do you say that word? Yeah, caveat. Caveat. We we had to get there, do the ultrasound, and then do the blood test. But if if I screwed it up, then we would lose our position for ultrasound. Who knows how long we have to sit there and wait. And then if you screw it up, you got to do this whole glucose test all, all over, over again. again. Yep. So it's kind of a big deal. And, and I was also worried about it because of being fasting for 12 hours, putting all the sugar in me, like just being like a nervous wreck, like jittery. Jittery, shaky. Uh-huh. I hate that feeling. It's the worst. Like when you drink an energy drink. Yep. So she also was just anxious about everything. The taste, the feeling of vomiting, the jitteriness, the, the whatever. Nausea, all that. The nausea. So... We hit this traffic and we were like, wait, don't don't drink it. And so she did. We waited to see if we were going to get through that portion of traffic. And then we did. We got there. Uh, we timed it out right. I tasted it, by the way, in the car. You tasted it before I did. I did. I you took wanted the, to be the, the tester. I took the first sip. You did. And it's not anywhere near as bad as what people make it out to be. It's really not. I don't think that it, the the initial taste is that bad. It's the fact of having to drink so much of it. It's only like, it's only like what? Like 12 ounces, I think. No, I don't even think 12 ounces. I think it's 12. I, honestly, it, I don't even know if it's eight ounces. It's definitely, it's definitely eight. It's more than eight. It's maybe it's 10. Do you know what I, I feel like it's the size of? Maybe, the mini Cokes? Maybe the mini Cokes, which I think are six or eight. Or... You know those it's little those little ounces. tiny water bottles, like you like an Arrowhead, like yeah. a little half size water bottle. Yeah, it might be the size of that. Yeah, that's kind of what it was. But I tasted it, and it just kind of tastes like a flat, not so sweet flavor ice, like a. That's a good comparison. I in my mind, I think of Orange Crush. Yeah, but it's not it's not sweet like that. It's just like it's like a flat sweet. Like it's not a tasty sweet. To no, me, it's it's like a five day old open orange crush. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's pretty good. Also, like the flavor ice. You know, you get those little freezy pop flavor ices, and they melt, mm-hmm. and it's just the liquid. That's mm-hmm. what it was kind of like to me a little. I bit. I don't even like those, but you love them. I do like them. That's I why do. you're saying it's not that bad. Yeah. You didn't think it was that bad. You did really good with it. I I did pretty good with it until it sat on my stomach for a while. So I I, I was really I was really proud of the way that you. I mean, you drank it. You didn't really complain. It wasn't. It didn't really affect you. You were good with it. You drank no. it in your time. Like there was no, you know, you didn't have to roll the window down to like stick your head out or anything. No, but I did start to get nauseous after the first hour. Remember. Just because of all the sugar and stuff? I think so. I, I, think I started so. to get a little bit jittery. Well, so we did it. We did the blood test. It yeah. all went good. The ultrasound went good. We, went the, we did the ultrasound first, but they they sped us through so quick because they had that hour window that they needed to meet. So they literally just went in for the ultrasound, and they only did it just to check her fluid levels. Right. And so that ultrasound was a follow-up yes. to the point, the, the emergency. We just talked about it. 
check the ultrasound again to look at the liquid levels, the amniotic fluid levels. Yeah. And it was good. Mm-hmm. She got on me, remember? About being dehydrated? About the fluid was, the levels were good, but my fluid was so heavily concentrated. And I'm, and and both you and I were like, well, of course it's concentrated. She's been fasting for 12 hours. Oh, right, right, right. It was like, why are you even saying this to us right now? Like, It's like she wasn't processing that. No, it was, I mean, it was kind of weird. I mean, think about it. It's like when you... It's like 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 your pee. Like I feel you, like I said it to her like three times, didn't I? Where I was like, but I haven't had allowed been been allowed to have anything to drink for twelve hours. I hadn't had allowed been. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, it's like like I said, it's like when you pee, right? I mean, if you're not allowed to drink anything and you haven't gone to the bathroom in like twelve hours, it's so concentrated. You're gonna be concentrated. Yeah, it's not gonna be. You're not gonna be free and clear. No. <laughs> <laughs> right i don't know why she wasn't but uh, she whatever. was it was like I, I both you and i said that to her and she just like didn't catch it. and then she also did a vaginal ultrasound on me too that day remember yeah those she are always drop trial. that's the first one i've had to do since the first trimester you hate those suckers i huh? do but she wanted to check my cervix for something i don't know what she was looking for and i i don't know if she saw something that made her want to check my cervix and car keys <laughs> In this place. Uh, What's wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> nope, not in there. Oh gosh! Check my purse. Uh, <laughs> but she did the abdominal ultrasound. She did the vaginal ultrasound. Everything checked out. Everything looked good. Went and did the glucose. But then our doctor was gone. Remember, she had an emergency. She had to go. I think she, she had to, to deliver, deliver a baby. baby. I think so. And so that was it. They sent us on our merry way, and you took me to have breakfast at our favorite place yeah we went over to the beverly hills hotel into the the fountain room cafe it's a very small little cafe oh my gosh it's my favorite place in in like the la bottom sort of a basement of beverly hills hotel i mean that if that's a basement then oh i mean it's like super super nice but every time we go in there every time we see celebrities Russell, oh. Russell Crowe was in there this time yeah and the the place is so small i mean the bar the bar only sits legitimately maybe 15 people i was thinking between 15 and 20 it's like a c-shape bar yeah sort of so like it goes around yeah in a c yeah the griddle and then you watch your food getting made it's really cool it's just iconic beverly hills like iconic like you just sit there and you're like how many old hollywood stars sat in this seat and drink coffee at this exact spot true it's so fun it looks super super it's our classic yeah it's it's a one of our christmas favorite places yeah, so good breakfast, good coffee. We love going there. Yeah. Oh, one more thing that I wanted to talk about um, this thing too. Well, we got a couple more things to talk about real quick. I know we're already at like 40-something minutes, but uh, the whooping cough. Yeah. So our doctor kind of made it seem like this whooping cough uh, vaccination. Because we talked to her about it that first appointment. Right. That the whooping cough vaccination is like a pretty serious thing. Yeah. Like, is it is it making a comeback or ha- did it ever go away? And that's just my perception. Is this making, like, is it bigger in LA? Is it is it bigger now than it was five years ago? I've never heard of this, but, you know, I've not really been around many babies either, so. So, like, you, ne- you didn't have to have that when the boys I, were born, even in NICU? I don't think so. Really? I don't think so. That's very surprising, especially however, them being so preemie. However, I don't really know that I was in NICU with the... I, no, I'm sure I went in to see them, but I don't think like I touched them or anything when they were oh, in there. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, you know, when, when they were born, I was there probably for a few days, and then I flew back to LA, and I think they the boys stayed in NICU for a while. Mm-hmm. He's, were, we're talking about preemie. his nephews, by the way. Right, right yeah. Uh, but no, I don't remember that. And I really don't have any friends that have had babies that I've been around here in LA. So I didn't know anything about this whooping cough vaccination. I'm thinking back to like when Martina, my cousin had her baby Sophia and she was in NICU, but we weren't allowed to hold her. So I don't know, you know, yeah, she was completely in an incubator at that time. Nobody was allowed to touch her or anything. Right. So maybe that's why we weren't asked to get one. But like my cousin had a baby last year and my mom had to get one. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And In that's order o- to, that's to visit at the hospital. Yes. Okay. So maybe this is like a nationwide thing. But my mom already had one because of mom all being in the nursing home. They requested people oh. who visited the nursing home to get them. Oh, okay. So it's... 
What exactly is whooping cough? It's very dangerous. But like, what is it? Like, obviously, it's you get a cough. I, I think assume. it. I think it's like a. Isn't it the baby form of pneumonia? I don't know. So I'm asking. Because croup is the baby's form, a baby form of bronchitis. Okay. Which, in Ohio, like Megan, my best friend, her kids have gone through croup so many times to the point of like having a couple of them have had to been had to have been um, hospitalized over it because it was so severe. So whooping cough is, I think, much worse than croup. And if croup is landing kids in the hospital for stays, then imagine what whooping cough is like. You know, hmm. so it's it's pretty scary. Okay, so the doctor said that I needed to get a whooping cough vaccination, and you too. Yeah, I but have you to get can't it. get it until after week thirty-five. At week thirty-five is when she wants me to go get one. Okay, okay, so and he, so she wants you to just go with me to get it. So here's the dilemma with this whooping cough thing: is last year when I was shooting Timeless. Well, let me wait, wait, let me back that up. I should say so. I, I went home. I googled the whooping cough thing. All that I can see is a vaccination called Tdap, and it's all one vaccination. Tdap stands for tetanus, uh, diphtheria, mm-hmm. and what is the the medical term for whooping cough? I don't know. I've only ever known it as whooping cough. Wait, wait. Uh, what does Tdap stand for? I don't know. Tet- I didn't ah, look it shoot, up. You shoot, did. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Uh, tetanus, diphtheria, and whooping cough. I don't know. I can't remember. So, okay. So anyway, so I'm trying to figure out. I had a tetanus shot last year on Timeless because I, I cut myself on something metal. I've had two tetanus shots in the last 10 years. I think they last 10 years. They but do. I've, I've had two in the last 10 years specifically because I've injured myself filming. <laughs> One was on Heroes. That was before me, so I don't know. Here's what happened. We were shooting out in the middle of the woods, and I had to pee. So instead of finding a bathroom, I went behind a big truck, and at night, it was dark. It was stupid of me. And I tripped over something, and I put my hand into a metal chain link fence that was lying on the ground, and it cut my hand. I still have a scar. Here is yet another example of a story that I've never heard from my husband, who I've been with for nine years. You've never heard that? Can you see it? Look at that scar. You see it? Lanter, you've never told me this story. Are you kidding me? You've never shown me this scar. Wait, maybe this is during 90210. I would know it. I was with you all through 90210. Mm, no, you weren't. Not the, not, you weren't, not here. You weren't with I wasn't first... here, but I met you right before you went on 90210. Well, I can't remember which one. It was one of the two projects. Anyway, the center of my palm, I still have a scar. It's about a quarter of an inch long where the chain link fence went into my hand. It was so deep that like the I could see the fat in my hand. That's disgusting. It was really gross. I'm surprised you didn't pass out. Yeah, at that time, I didn't. Uh, I was fine with that stuff. <laughs> I was like opening my hand and going like, oh, look, it's fat. Isn't isn't this like the kind of thing that you grow out of, not into? <laughs> I don't know. I've grown into my anxieties. So anyway, I remember getting, I remember the producers came over to my trailer and they were like contemplating sending me to the hospital to get like stitches in it. And then like one of the set doctors was like, no, I think if we just, I think if we just put like a a band, like a ceiling bandage thing on it and like whatever, it'll be fine. And it ended up being fine, but I had to get a tetanus shot for that. Yeah. And then I had to get a tetanus shot last year because I put my hand... I can't hand... believe you've never told me this story. Oh, that's crazy. It's constant. Like every every one to two weeks, you're telling me something that I've never, <laughs> ever, ever known about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. What did I do for Timeless? I don't even I don't even know why I required it. It was you... a fight scene of some sort. A fight scene? Anyway. So I got it. A... Okay. So I got this other shot and I knew it was a tetanus shot, but everything I see says the tetanus comes with diphtheria and the whooping cough. Yeah. So I have been on a wild goose chase trying to figure out, have I already had this whooping cough vaccination? And I finally, I had to call Timeless Production to call the Vancouver production people to, to see if they could get the number for the doctor who came out to set and gave me the shot. Finally got in touch with him and I figured out that I got my tetanus shot in diphtheria, but I did not get the whooping cough vaccination because evidently in Canada, it's not part of 
the, the three, same. The three don't come together. They don't come together. Or maybe they do, but that whatever he gave me, this particular shot, did not have whooping cough. So You got a special blend? I had a special blend, yes. I had the special Colombian Supreme decaf. <laughs> so I have to go get a whooping cough and, with, um, me. with Angela. And I'm, I'm also, I, I'm, I'm asking my family members who are um, going to be around the baby to get one too. I told my mom, I asked her if she could get one. Uh, my be- mom already has one. Because again, the doctor really stressed this and said, hey, if anyone's going to be around the baby for the first like couple of months, like three months, I think, that she highly recommends a whooping cough thing so she like basically said they don't need to come around if they don't have this pretty much i'm so, being nice about it um you even you asked jay and Lowe about it which didn't lauren already have hers because of her niece maybe i think she does so anyway very eventful week yeah maybe next week will be not so eventful Maybe it'll be settled down a little bit. We have less to talk about when that happens. <laughs> maybe, Just saying. Maybe so. Maybe so. So, like, I feel like you got to give the people what they want. They want the event. Yeah. They want a show? We'll give them a show. And we're just... A show they'll never forget. Oh, jeez. And we're just... Now, we're gearing up for you to go back to Timeless. Like, it's going to be here before we know it. Yep. It's coming up soon. And Ugh. then, after that... Uh, holidays. Then the baby's going to be here. Well, the holidays. <laughs> Yeah, true. Which we've we've tossed around the idea too of when your dad comes because your dad's gonna come for Thanksgiving. Yeah, right. You two going and getting the T dap together. True, true, true. So maybe you should do that. Maybe so. All right. Well, we've gone pretty long today, so I think uh, we should wrap this sucker up. Let's do it. Hey, I'm tired. Me too. Yeah. Let's go. I feel like my energy's been so low this episode because I'm just so tired. I'm, like like I said, I'm the only one having fun. And your daughter has hiccups right now. So there's that. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in. We're going to be back next week with episode, what, 23? Yes, for week 29. Week 29. So, because we are uh, full-fledged third trimester, yo. Yeah, and, and we'll let you know if Angela passed her glucose test. Oh, boy. So stay tuned. <laughs> same baby time. Same baby channel. Oh, Lanter. All right, good night, guys. <laughs> <laughs>